begin and we are live welcome back to the soup well not live i always say live but anyways we are back uh today is friday and you're tuning into the super special friday edition of the podcast and as always it's me and my co-host carlos what's up carlos yeah it's me how you doing no i'm pretty good i'm pretty good uh so quick catch up today carlos had a rough day so here we are filming a podcast uh, unfortunate news, his wallet got stolen, but he did come to me and he said that he has the ability <laughs> to complain about anything. <laughs> so we're going to test out how true this is right before we get into the topics for today. So I know most of you are listening, but I'm going to hold up a little blue container. Can you complain about how blue this is right now? Bro, that shit is so blue. It doesn't even match. Look, it's got dark blue and bright blue, but that's not what I want to complain about. What I really want to complain about is the fact that that shit's impossible to open. You see how fucking, like, you have to fucking wrap your hands around it. That, you can't just pop, like, you know, pill bottles do it, but they, they, it's fucking, God, somebody's breaking into my car now, too. Someone's breaking shit. into your car? Wait, you nah, have a phone, like a you, have a phone. phone. you have a phone vibrating around you and it's oh. making the mic go crazy. Oh, there we go. But no, like realistically, dude, can you imagine like you're sick, you're not feeling good, you're weak, and then you have to fucking uncap the uncappable vapor rub? It's impossible. But either way, yeah, so Carlos yeah. has had a pretty a pretty rough day. But either way, we're here now and we're going to get to some topics. So what should be the first topic we touch on today? Should it just be, well, how far are you into Ghost Tsushima? I did like three side missions after so, it gave me nothing. Not very far yeah. at all absolutely nothing okay so i'm definitely way further than that um okay. you said you have some complaints what are they uh okay so ghost of tsushima uh biggest complaint that i have is that i feel like i'm fighting the camera more than i am the fucking bad guys like the mongols really? are coming up to me yeah so like I, sometimes I, but not sometimes to me because sometimes you'll be fighting literally like 15 of them at least in the point where i am and it, it just depends where you are like if you're excuse me if you're against like a tough um a house or a wall or something like that it's gonna get a little eh but i haven't really had like trouble with it i think it's just a matter of getting used to it just like most games i don't know man like i tried uh i still love the game like i'm, I, I'm still trying to play it it's just these past couple of days have been very work heavy so i haven't had the opportunity to play much but um when i do play and i'm doing my side missions like for example i just did this mission where i had to save this kid from a, a rope like a, a bridge because they're shooting arrows at him. Oh, I did that mission like a yeah. little bit ago. Yeah. So I've died in that mission, I think about 37 different times. Why? And it was because the camera got stuck on the mountain and I just kept hearing, Whoo! and I was like, okay, I have to dodge. And then I either kept dodging off the mountain or into the mountain and then getting hit by the arrows. The camera has been an issue. So I'm just going to say that's that literally mission. just your issue because I don't face those issues. Sorry the camera, to tell you. For me, it has been absolutely fucked. And I hate that there's no lock-on system. This is 2020. You can lock on. I know that the whole idea is that, oh, me, 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 me. I'm a samurai. I kill whatever I want. No, I don't care. There needs to be a lock-on function. If Dark Souls can do it, this game can do it. Damn, so you've barely done anything. Like You haven't even gotten a bow and arrow. No, I got my bow and arrow. Oh, you do have the bow and arrow? Okay. Yeah, I got my then you then you're at least a little bit inside. Um yeah, yeah. 
I got oh, I like it. Out. So far, I really like it. Those are my favorite type of games, uh, first-person open-world games. And I have no Third complaints person. with it. Third-person. Uh, my bad. And I have no complaints with it. Uh, at first, I really thought we weren't gonna able to. We weren't going to be able to assassinate people. And then I, we did a little mission, and then I'm like, okay, finally, we get the assassination, yeah. um, the assassination button. So I, that you know, that brought me relief. But other than that, literally everything I've been wanting to do or anything that I tried in game has been possible. It kind of feels like you're playing Assassin's Creed, in my opinion. And it feels, I'll give you that, yeah. yeah. It feels like a, a mixture of the Arkham games and Assassin's Creed, for sure. And I really, really enjoy that. And especially okay. just the, all the mechanics in it just feel smooth. The game is beautiful. And obviously, I haven't discovered shit of the island, but um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy it. No, that game is gorgeous. I love the game. I I try and play it whenever I can, but uh, it was just that camera thing that like, and and it, it isn't just me who has that camera issue, because I've had I've talked to a couple of friends who also bought the game, and they've been like commenting like, yeah, I just wish this game had a lock on feature. My camera gets stuck sometimes. And, and, and like I see you, the frustration because I've lived through the frustration. Uh, maybe it's not that big of an issue with you, but um, that that's the only complaint that I really have about that game. Really, um, it's honestly breathtaking. That game is easily the most beautiful game I've ever played, though. Like at running through the fields of flowers and and stuff, and him grazing his hand over it. Oh yeah, it's no, especially the when it when it shows you like the title when it's like um when it shows you the title of Ghost of Tsushima it, it, when it introduces you to the game and it truly gives you control like the music and when you going through the through the through the, the field. that field that's it's it's yeah. it's phenomenal it's great um yeah. I love it and it really does just get me excited for the future of open world games because if they can do that right now I can imagine like in five years when the PS5 has gotten its foot on the ground. And uh, graphics just are, like, are just way more advanced. Just, I mean, seriously, um, they just released a camera, obviously, like out of the video game world. But um, it's a camera uh, for movies that's going to shoot in 12K. <laughs> I don't understand why you need 12K for it. I mean, for example, like my, my TV in my living room, I bought it in like 2014. And that's a 4K TV. Most right. things are 4K compatible. Most things are shot in 4K. Then you have 8K, and then which 8K is barely grazed right now. Like most things are not in 8K. And then boom, 12K. That's just overkill. At what point is just at what point is graphics just gonna be like too realistic or just too smooth? Like, do you really need 12K in 2020? I don't think so, and I just don't think it's truly necessary unless you're just. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. But 12K, I think, is just deadly overkill. I'm just waiting for the point that we get 4D, so the actor comes to your house and starts acting in front of you. The movie scene. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to be in the middle of a gunfight and like a bullet actually whizzes past my head and I'm like, oh shit. Hell yeah, that's that's where VR um, comes in. I think I think VR chat is probably one of the funniest things to happen to. Oh yeah. To the internet. So you know the way. <laughs> Do you know oh, just, the way? All the all the memery that happens in, in VR chat and just the people are just in there are ruthless and I really, really enjoy it. And like yeah. YouTube VR chat montages are just awesome. I have nothing to complain about VR chat. I think it's one of the best things we've invented. And I think it's the future of gaming because yeah. if if anything wait, did you see you saw a play already one, right? Yeah, yeah. Ready, play, ready player yeah, one. Player, yeah. yeah, ready player one. Well, the author of the book is making a ready, ready player two. So that's gonna really? be interesting. So yeah. we're gonna get like another movie. I mean, probably. But either book? way, the the original book and the movie are just really, really different in yeah. a lot of okay. in a lot of ways. But um, 
every, a lot of people are excited for Ready Player Two because it is one of those books that's just it connects video game media into into just in, into like a book franchise. Yeah, so I think I think that was really good. And personally, I really enjoyed the first movie. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I I love like not video game movies, but movies that get play, pay a tribute to video games. Oh and yeah, and that was just a was huge just tribute. I really, really, really like that. Yeah. But yeah, man, either way, uh, I don't know. It's been tough to find news these couple days because I sort of myself to get off Twitter for a little bit because Twitter is just such a toxic place. So now I'm just I'm just kind of dry when it comes to like things that have been happening because I've been trying to rely more on Reddit. But it's just I haven't gotten to that um, habit of checking Reddit as much as I did Twitter. And mm. this my feed isn't the same. So I don't have like the same news. And it's kind of driving me nuts in a way because i feel like I i'm you. i feel like i'm losing some some news that i should be aware about you know well yesterday yeah. i think they started i haven't been keeping up with it but comic-con is online not online comic-con they're streaming it through it's called comic-con at, comic-con at home so they just play it on the internet i think it's on youtube and then so it's basically like they have interviews with uh directors actors of the certain shows just like if it was a regular comic-con but um that'll be cool just through that, the internet cool. and i think yeah, it started yeah. yesterday because i saw it yeah i saw it on my on my comcast thing and i haven't it's impossible to find new trailers when i'm off twitter and it's been kind of rough but either way that's that's, that's why did you leave twitter now. like completely i just needed a break from social media like that especially twitter is just too many opinions i kind of want to just make a Twitter separately and just follow the the relevant things to me instead of the community around me. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I got you. That's why I can't uh, keep up with Twitter. I don't like Twitter. I don't uh, like, I, I think Twitter is funny, but like, I don't, the community around me kind of blows. Uh, and like, I, I don't know. I, I understand what you mean though. Like it's just a, a separate thing where it's just like media outlet that comes uh news like centered for stuff that you enjoy that that's pretty much the reason why i use reddit because i don't have to worry about other people's opinions and instead what i could just do is just yeah and the thing about twitter is just it's filled with people's opinions so sometimes i'm like wow this person is incredibly stupid they should never have a platform to speak ever again and sometimes i'm like okay make a good point but then i check those comments and it's just more stupidity or it's people that we know and um, I'm like, okay, so you're exactly not like this in real life. So I don't want to see you tweet. But unfortunately, you're part of my Twitter community. So I kind of have to see your tweets mm. all the time. And it's annoying. It really is annoying because people, there's a little, off, this like whole little segment is a little off topic, but still it's just like be genuine. I just like people when they're genuine on all yeah. platforms. And that's the problem with Twitter. But that's also like, you can tie that back into like all the industries, uh, actors, a lot of the actors aren't how they you know a lot of actors yeah. or social media influencers or people like that they and act you a certain really way see their uh, best life so to speak yeah exactly and it's just yeah. is it really all that good you know Except you never put that red bubble talk about uh an entanglement <laughs> that's funny i was listening yeah of course but um but I was listening to another podcast. I was listening to Tom Segura's podcast with Bert Kreischer, and they were talking about how they just do it. <laughs> they just did my. They just did Will Smith really dirty by that. But they were also saying how basically 
they they were like, oh, okay, so you think they did this just because nothing is happening, like no movie is filming, no TV show is filming. So they're like, okay, let's bring attention to us by doing this, even though they didn't know the repercussions or what's going to happen after. And I thought it was interesting because a lot of actors are out of work right now. And that's why you see just so much cringe and so much, like, for example, when the whole Black Lives Matter movement restarted again with, uh, with the protests in early June, a whole bunch of uh, actors just did this really, really cringy video. Um, just basically like super dramatic. They were like, I take responsibility for everything that's happening right now. I take it. I, it's me. I'm the problem. And everyone is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? And it's just like, you can tell that so many of these actors are just attention hungry, bro. Like the yeah. industry. And I get it. Cause I mean, just the industry is always busy and there's always something happening. And right now, since it's completely desolate, at least it's been desolate for the past like two months, three months. I mean, Jesus, we've been in this pandemic for a while now. So probably a little more like four. There's this, it's a matter of how do I bring attention to myself? How do I bring attention to myself? And then just all doing this crappy act of trying to act like they really care, but yeah. And then they don't. And that's the problem. Um, I don't know. I, I, fortunately enough for me, I guess, haven't seen that video. I didn't know that that video existed. Um, yeah, it's not fun. It's it's actually really fucking cringy, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I like to keep up with movie news, but I, I really couldn't give less of a shit about actors unless like it becomes a meme in my video game, anime, or comic book communities. No, in which I have case, to keep then up. I have to learn about them. Uh, but no, yeah, I usually just stray away from any of that stuff and just kind of focus only on what uh, I'm interested in, which is like, like, I don't know, I guess it's like, it kind of follows ignorance is bliss because like, obviously I feel like sometimes I have to keep up with news, but sometimes the news is just so depressing. It's like a baby died today and you're like, holy fuck. See, but I, I, like I enjoy it. on strangled a woman <laughs> while she was eating McChickens and it's like, ah. I enjoy, I enjoy looking at all the serious and all the, the bad that happens and all the funny stuff. Cause that's, that's pretty much what Twitter is. You get a little bit of everything. So I, I think I'm just literally going to make another account and follow the people who are actually, that I actually enjoy their content from. And um, I don't know, maybe just hop off the other one for, or just completely delete the other one, to be honest with you. Cause I just think it's, it's dumb, bro. It's dumb. It's people it's, I'm not trying to say like a lot of the people just don't know what they're doing, but a lot of people act like they really know what they're doing about certain things. And it's just, it's just like, shut the fuck up. You have so much, like you you're focused on the wrong thing and yeah. it's just kind of annoying seeing it from that perspective and i hate people's dumb opinions to be honest with you especially in today's world or it's just i don't have anything against um i don't have anything against like okay let me restart this sentence i don't have anything against being progressive i am not a republican i would consider myself democratic and it's also tough to say these things because I've learned in my experience as like, a, you know, my like two year experience as like an actor and living in LA and meeting people with it. You got to be really careful with your opinions because sometimes you should really leave opinions aside because it could cost you jobs. It costs you like a lot of things like Nick Cannon. Are you familiar with Nick Cannon? Yeah. Okay. Well, he just got, you, you know, the show Wild Now, right? Yeah. Didn't he get fired from that? Yeah. He got fired because, and to abbreviate what he said, he basically said that white people are the true savages of history. Yeah. 
and whatever it, i don't disagree with him i mean white people have done some pretty fucked up shit <laughs> but this man like lost is about to lose so much um of his career because of a comment that he made and uh that sucks that we have to live in that world where it's pretty much you can't if you're a public figure you can't have uh, an opinion and i don't agree with that and that's why i think it's affecting i think the um, what's the word I think this whole cancel culture and I think this whole uh, being too sensitive in the way of, in the way of words is like, it's putting a toll even on the entertainment on things that we watch like entertainment. Like for example, when was the last time you saw actually funny Will Ferrell movie or uh, um, you get me? It's like the, the movies that we grew up with, like the, the actually good comedies. We haven't watched those in a long time because maybe they're just scared to make them because yeah, this the comedy comedy evolves and today i was having conversations like comedy evolves but it it's, it hasn't been evolving in the best way so can comedy really make a comeback i don't think so well here's what i'm gonna say to that um there are still some comedians out there that uh, um well okay so the comedians that i idolize are very uh raunchy and politically incorrect in today's standards right and i i'll 100 percent agree with you that uh, cancel culture blows for the most part. Uh, there, there's good sides to cancel culture. Of course, but it's the extremes. And and it's just the extreme where like I'm gonna look for any reason to get mad at you, and the moment I get mad at you, I'm just gonna summon my army of white knights and you're canceled. Right? And, and I, I think that kind of sucks. It, it blows because it basically makes being a social media influencer, for example, like cookie cutter. Like if you're not basic enough, you're going to get canceled. Um, and what I mean by that is like, again, like, like you said, you can't have, uh, opinions, like you, you can't think for yourself and then publicly state what it is that your opinion is for fear of risk of getting canceled. Um, I, I don't particularly agree with what Nick Cannon said. Uh, now that you tell me that it's funny and I would laugh at it. And like, I do agree with certain aspects to it, but, um, but he also wasn't saying that white people are like the worst. You get me? He's oh, just, okay. Okay. See, cause that, that's no. kind of like what I understood. Like, no, no. Oh, okay. he, he's saying like through history, white Throughout people history, have done they committed the worst atrocities. Okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will 100% agree with that. Like, yeah, fuck it. He's right. But, um, I don't know, getting canceled, it's just like so scary. Like imagine you've worked your entire life to get to a certain point and now that you're at that point, some comment that you made is going to just absolutely tumble you down to the ground and you're back at where you started essentially with no way to get back up. Um, I, I hope that uh, you're wrong about comedian co comedy not being able to come back. Right now, comedy is kind of, I'll agree with you. It's been a little, a little dead. Um, there are. I some... think it's just dead. I mean, I think uh, the only like funny comedy is like SNL sometimes, and that's like so, sometimes. That's what I'll say. Um, I think like, that's aside from stand-up for... comedians, like there's certain yeah, stand-up oh, comedians okay, that like okay. aside from stand-up comedy, go. like the stand-up okay, okay. comedy scene. I love the stand-up comedy scene. That's like that's the only place I really get my comedy from nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like stand-up comedy specials and the three podcasts that I really like to listen to, which are all stand-up comedians. That's it. I, I think it's very difficult for um, 
comedy and like movie senses because you did bring up a point like when was the last funny Will Ferrell movie that you actually saw um it it really does suck that with today's uh current generation of sensitive uh children and 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 adults you can't really be funny and by be funny obviously like what's funny is up to interpretation but uh for example you and I have like a little bit of a darker sense of humor of course but that's um, okay it's not like and and that's the thing though it it should be okay but if I laugh at something that is quote unquote messed up, then the person to my right can look at me and be like, well, that's not funny. Why are you laughing at that? And they take it super seriously. And that, that's what stops uh, comedy from being comedy. It's like, oh, well, so uh, uh, for example, like if a joke starts off with two black guys and a rabbi walk into a bar, right? there's people who will be hooked into that and be like, okay, well, let, let's see what this is going to be. Like, it's probably going to be like a race joke, but um, let, let's just roll with it. But then there are other people who are like, whoa, 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 why are you talking about black people? Why are you talking about rabbis? You shouldn't be talking about race. You're this color, so you have no right to talk over that. And, and it's like- And that's the point where we are though. Cause that, that's where we're at. And it, it's, it's very, very- And terrible. it's kind of it's dumb because it's like, they're kind of voicing those people who say that that are at extremes are kind of voicing what they think everyone agrees with you know yeah and it's, it's like okay so you're gonna offend this type of person you're gonna offend this type so i don't know it's like i'm i'm kind of i think about it a little bit every day and like i said i'm all to i'm all for being progressive i definitely like i said before i just i'm, I'm not republican or i don't you know i don't side with a lot of things that you can consider your typical 2020 Republican to be like, and you, that falls into stereotypes. And I don't mean to get super political, but it's all like, there, there is just stereotypes in 2020 of what you see, consider yourself to be a Republican. But even then it's like, I know some Republicans that don't even fit that stereotype um, and are actually educated enough to make their decisions. And either through their Catholic faith or the Christian faith, they choose to be Republican for certain values. Um, and then, wait, can you talk really quickly? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought your mic just muted. Um, but either way, um, there's just a lot of people with values that I'm like, okay, at least you're educated so you can make valid points. And then on the other side, which I lean towards more, there is a very big extreme of going for change and going and to make sure everyone has a super safe space but that super safe space is incredibly detrimental to a lot of industries and a lot of people who aren't trying to suppress themselves completely because it's like you have to think this way now that we're in 2020 and I can't go out there and make a joke about about the simplest things that would have been okay to make a joke about like in 20 in, in, in 2006 or things like that. Even like, I think the last time I, I sort of got mad at something like that was when they tried to cancel like Jimmy Kimmel. No, I think it was fan. It was a Fallon because he did blackface in like 2001 or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I mean, just like, really? So he has to apologize for this. 
get the fuck out of here. That's complete bullshit. And I, I don't want to be suppressed. I, I hate being suppressed. That's why, like, I, I, I honestly, that's why I enjoy stand-up comedy. And we've talked about this before because comedians, I think they can be very blunt with the world. And I just think some things are stupid. Like, why should a comedian, why should a, a host from today be apologized for something he did in 2001? Like, someone's going to really look at that and be like, oh, shit, I'm fucking offended. My day is ruined. Like, if your day is ruined because you saw Jimmy Fallon do blackface in 2001 and 2020, I think you're just. I think you're just a bitch. I honestly think. You're I mean, just a bitch. It, it it really is just people looking for reasons to complain. Like I remember that people tried con- canceling Robert Downey Jr. for the blackface that he. Uh, oh my he god. Tropical Thunder and, and or Tropic Thunder, and it's like that was the joke. Like that was like the whole. But whatever, they just miss the complete point and, and go off of on the tangent on why it's racism, why it's not okay, and like, yes, it's not okay if they meant it offensively. I, I think it's very important to look at what was the goal behind the joke. Was it to make a point or was it to be offensive? Right. So if exactly that's, that's here, it's, it's how you, it's what you mean. I'll, there are some stand, there are some cases where it's like, okay, maybe you shouldn't do that. Um, yeah. I don't want to have an exclusive example, but there's obviously things that like people shouldn't do, especially nowadays, but like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. And, and Tropic Thunder, it's like, that's, that's what made it funny. That's exactly. And, 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 and it's like, uh, okay, so we just can't talk about anything that's tap. Like I, I, here's, here's my problem with it. Everything that is taboo, um, or quote unquote taboo was always poked at by comedy. So, uh, for example, go back to the fifties when sex really isn't really talked much about, I'm pretty sure that there were comics making a living off of just talking about how, they were fucking a prostitute or something like that. Um, and as we've uh, progressed throughout the years, comedy has consistently changed and, and kept going after the taboo subjects. That's why it's always funny, or not always, but that's why it's usually funny when you get like a race joke and you're like, oh, uh-huh, I, I get it. But you're not supposed to say that in like a, a, a regular everyday uh, occurrence, you know, like you're not supposed to, say like go off of a stereotype of let's say like a i don't know some just some type of race or, or something along those lines but in a comedic setting you're there to laugh and people go no 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 why are you laughing that's offensive and, and one of the craziest things i remember listening to was um do you know andrew schultz yeah i was literally just about to bring him up i, I follow He's- andrew schultz on instagram he does these little segments like four minute segments every week and they're fucking hilarious because he just I bashes everything. Yeah, he bashes people. He's offensive, but it's offer. Okay, I wouldn't purpose. say he's offensive. Offensive. I would just say he's I'd very. I'd say that there are some times where he kind of I mean, crosses definitely. the line, and I'm mm. like, okay, that's fucking funny. But I, I don't take offense to it, and I don't think people should really take offense to it because it's not like he's going there to make your day a shitty day and go, Oh yeah, no, he is literally a funny, he is literally a funny ass guy. And the things that he says, so in the, in these four minute segments that he does like every Sunday, he basically, it's like a recap of the current event news. And then he just makes it comedic comedic. Yeah. And he does bash people. He does roast the fuck out of some people. And he's like, okay, this person is literally straight up dumb as fuck. And I think that's, I think that's one hilarious. And I think it's a good, the main thing about this uh, little segment that we've gone on before we continue is that I think, I think you shouldn't be suppressed uh, because of today's society. 
depending on your views. Like if you're going to, you know, unless you're actually a fucking racist or just a fucking moron, I think you shouldn't, if you have something to say about today's society, you should just be open and blunt with it. Especially if, if, if like, if you want to be genuine, if you want to have like a platform of some sort, I think the people who do have platforms, like the bigger platforms, um, that have a genuine following base, uh, a genuine base of fans or supporters or followers, whatever you want to call them. I think they are actually genuine because those people that, at least everyone that I follow, I think, uh, upholds those views. Like, you know how we're saying, but, um, I just don't think people should be suppressed as much as they are now because especially comedians, like not even yeah. like the stand-up comedians cause they're never really suppressed. Like I'm, I'm, uh, all- I was surprised. I, one of Andrew Schultz's friends, he's a Indian comic. Uh, he, uh, he did a, a comedy show at a, a college and, uh, he was getting into his bit and I think he was like about 10 minutes in. I remember just listening to him rant about it and, uh, somebody didn't really like the joke that he did. And so part of the crowd started booing him while another part of the crowd was still laughing. See, but this okay. is simple. If you go to watch a comedy stand up and you don't like one of the jokes, don't make a fucking scene. And if anything, why wouldn't I, I don't understand how to kicked off the stage, like to not make the story so long, they kicked him off the stage. They kick off the comedian off the stage, the comedian off the stage, because one See, of the people that's who a were, problem like, <laughs> that that right there is completely horseshit. And like the guy was like, what? Because he said that in the midst of a standup, he looked to his right and he saw the person doing this. Like, all right, like, turn it off. And he was like, I want to know what the joke was, though. He, no, I remember, I I can send you the video because I I, I could probably find it. Um, But it was one of those jokes where it's like, okay, like, I can see where people would get mad at it. But it was, it was funny to me, at least. Um, because his intent wasn't to be an asshole. It was just to be funny. Uh, but I, it, it, I'm pretty sure it didn't have anything to do with something like extremely rough, like a rape or something along those lines. I'm pretty sure it was just like your regular average mill, average, average uh, race joke. You know, like he was just making like another comment on today's society. Okay. Um, utilizing I, race. Was it worse then, than anything that fucking Louis C.K. Louis C.K. said when he actually had a career? No. Okay, really so there you go. That. That's the problem. I really don't. If you're gonna, if a comedian, if a stand-up comedian is getting booed off stage, not booed, if they're just removing him off stage because the people yeah. are, didn't like the joke, I think depending on the joke. Right now, I don't know what he said, so I can't be like all against, oh fuck the crowd or fuck him, you know. But I just think getting offended at a stand-up gig isn't isn't great. You know, I think I, I think, you know, that whatever you like, wherever you go, what I I think, you know, whatever standup gig you go to, they're just going to, he, the person is going to poke fun at a certain group of people at a certain time. And I think you should be okay with that because that's pretty much where you paid your 25 bucks for, uh, to, to, to watch. And I just, I just think getting offended at stuff like that is, I just think it's, it's, it's not how we should evolve in comedy. And Here's hopefully the other thing gets that better. I don't understand, though. I don't understand cancel culture um, completely, right? Because what don't you understand about it? So you look at the internet, right? And let you say some dumb shit on the internet. Let you just be the stupidest person. Like what? Just, I don't know. Like, for example, 
every now and then I'll go back to that one video where that chick was talking about the coronavirus. How we don't get coronavirus down here in Jacksonville because we ain't drinking out of them Mexican corona beers. Right? She didn't like, get canceled. She just got fucking made fun of because she's stupid as you fuck. Look, you look at the comment section. Well, she's not a celebrity. I, she's not a celebrity, but th- this is like an example of like what I mean. I, I don't particularly have an example for celebrities right now. Um, I'm sure I could find some, but the, what I mean is the internet is just straight ruthless, right? You say something stupid, the internet tears you to shreds, and then after that, they don't really care. If anything, they'll just turn you into this massive, well-known meme. I mean, like, look at Keanu Reeves. Like, I'm pretty sure that he came back into popularity partially because of memes. Like, you know, you go anywhere on any 9gag, Reddit, any of these meme sites, uh, and you'll see a Keanu Reeves meme sometime within the following hour that you log on there. Um, I I was like, oh no, Will Smith or Jada is gonna get canceled because of the stupid interview thing. But all that ended up happening was the internet tore Jada and tore Will to shreds, right? Which is hilarious. That was a stupid ass conversation. And, and what I mean from that is what, determines what's going to get canceled right because like i Easy. see your your like there are parts of the internet where you could say something <laughs> you can get canceled for everything though fun, but that doesn't make any sense like where does oh the line it, it's draw? not it's not where, supposed where to be the line there, there is oh. a line being drawn that's the thing like kevin hart no okay so let's take james gunn director of guardians of the galaxy um several years ago i think it was 10 or 11 years ago from 2018 all right, hold on. We're uh, pausing really quickly because Carlos's dad just called Carlos. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, thank you guys for listening right now. Um, damn, he kind of just left me to fucking talk to myself. So now I guess I can just go fuck myself. But yeah, either way, let me just spew my mind out a little bit about today's cancel culture. And I think how it's just going to come and bite everyone in the ass. And I think it's, it's just a stupid thing that we have right now. If you are a fucking racist, if you are an actual terrible person, a rapist, someone who takes advantage of people, you deserve to get canceled. And not only that, you deserve to get the shit, the shit being out of you because you're a fucking terrible person. Let's not get that confused with anything other than that. But there are some things that you re- we really have to look at as a society as like, okay, did this person change? Does this person really mean this? Does this person like there is a lot that a lot of problems that that we have in today's society that are just we're too quick to judge without looking at the entire backstory and i am personally not okay with what we're doing and i think carlos is back but either way are you are you back are you good dude what happened humans can be horrid pieces of shit but they can also be the most incredible creatures Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you found your wallet? No. Some guy found my wallet and brought it to me. Wow. Because he saw my ID, and then he saw that, I, that I, I'm an FIU student, which I'm not an FIU student, but I have an FIU library card. And he was like, <laughs> oh, shit, I graduated from FIU. Let me help the homie out. And he pulled up, and he was like, yo, bro, what's good? I was like, hi, right, how can I help you? And he was like, so you lost your wallet? And I was like, no fucking way. Damn. Like, Look, bro. Here, look inside. You'll see that you have everything. And I, I was just so happy. I was like, look, man, if you took anything, I wouldn't even care. 
Thank you so much. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Some nice dude brought back Carlos's wallet and he can finally drink when we go out to drink. Oh, I was so scared that I wasn't going to be able to drink tomorrow. Let's go. We did it. We did it. Yeah. But either way, to close this little chapter of just sort so of sorry. like, no, you're good. I'm happy that you found your wallet. You know, it's a good, it's a, your day just got a little bit better. You see, there's it it, got so much better. I was so mad that I lost it. Everything, everything eventually fixes itself. But anyway, to close out and to move to the little uh, next topic of conversation, just the extreme of cancel culture and the extreme of being insanely sensitive is just taking a toll on a lot of things. And I think I don't see uh, I don't see it changing for a while. And I do think it's just going to get more extreme because every day I see some really ridiculous shit. But I also see some good things that are actually progressive. And I'm all for the progress, pro- like, for the progressive side of things. But sadly, we have to live with treading carefully because like I was saying, like James, James Gunn got fired from the directing Marvel movies for a couple months because of- Yeah, and then he got rehired though. And then he got rehired because, I was like, like get him getting rehired shows a little bit of sympathy. Like it shows me a little bit, okay, so we are able to move past people and what they said 11 years ago or 10 years ago, even if it's just a joke because of his great talent and the great person he is today. And just the fact that his entire cast, you know, the Garden of the Galaxy cast they, was like- They were was like, begging for him, yeah. What are you doing? And I understand from a, polit- uh, from a, not a political perspective, but I understand as a perspective of a big company, it's like, okay, so the people are saying, cancel this dude, we don't want to work for him. But at the same time, people's opinions shouldn't be that fast. People are st- like, if you yeah. if if someone gives you Guardians of the Galaxy, which was one of the most unexpected to do great, one of the most unknown, unexpected, yeah. and like, then look how great it was. Projects and turned out to be one massive hit. And even DC, the DC is like, okay, so you guys are gonna fire him. We're gonna pick that dude. They up. were like, yeah, give him. And then he's he- gonna he's gonna direct Suicide Squad. So it's so a he's win-win. directing Suicide Squad and the new Guardians. The, that man is that man is set like uh here's uh, you bring up a really good point there um one of my biggest issues with cancel culture as well is that they're willing to cancel you over anything and the problem that i see with that is that you have to look at the time right so if you're making fun of something in a time period where it was acceptable to make fun of that exactly um, like 2001 jimmy kimmel blackface 2001 jimmy i think it was jimmy fallon jimmy fallon 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 so you get 2001 jimmy fallon doing actually i think they both did a blackface but one of them just was make he did a blackface but he was dressed up as chris rock i can't that was jimmy fallon okay yeah jimmy fallon Mm -hmm. doing a chris rock impression and yeah and it was all for the sake of comedy and and they make him apologize 19 years in the future so here's here's my biggest issue with that like how do you think he felt human. think about it just how do you think he I felt think, having to make that apology i know he was damn he's like really i have to do this i think it's, he was terrified i i think it was less of a oh my god really like i have to do this and more of like holy shit my entire livelihood is at stake right now you actually that's a very good point you're not and, even wrong look at nick and, cannon nick cannon was just like you know white people just have oh, a terrible track. he was literally like okay not exact words but basically he's like white people have a terrible track record of actually doing good <laughs> through history you know they've killed rape uh, and just annihilated villages they're pretty much savages and then he's like boom fired uh from pretty much his entire livelihood because of a comment that he made. So that's pretty much where we're living now. 
either way, I kind of want to move on because we could talk about this all day. Yeah. But um, yeah, just don't be so sensitive to everything. Everything is not worth being sensitive about. Trust me. Yeah, there, there's there's good reason to pick. If we're sensitive, if we're sensitive about everything, you have to choose it. Then we're never gonna see the light in the actual and and people are trying to. It, it just make yeah. some sort of art. We're never gonna see the light in things if everyone is just trying to pick and find a problem to everything. And I think shows that still do it well and being true to themselves is one Family Guy. Every every Family Guy episode that you, not every single Family Guy episode that you see, but their jokes throughout their entire span of twenty whatever seasons have always been consistently the same. And I'm sure a whole bunch of people have tried to get Family Guy canceled for some jokes that they've made or whatever. And I think that's just a comedy Family Guy. And I think it's just going to continue uh, to survive. And also South Park. South Park is the most ruthless show you're ever going to see outside because they literally don't give a fuck. Um, and I'm all for South Park. I've loved South Park since I was in seventh grade. I, I wasn't even old enough to fucking watch South Park. I don't I, like just when you make something that you feel is true, to yourself and it's true the way you want to make it and it involves whatever fucking joke you want go for it as long as it's actually not offending people and it's actually not hurting anyone's image or whatever go for it but that ties into like why i don't really understand it because you have these ruthless ass shows you have the internet being made up of ruthless ass people like i love going on yelp and reading yelp reviews because i'm like oh that restaurant could get canceled i guess but like, I think <laughs> I, I read those reviews with you? and they're like, bro, why did it take 14 and a half years for my pizza <laughs> to come here? And like that shit fucking kills. And I'm like, okay. But like you have South Park, like you said, and they make crazy ass jokes. And I'm sure that people have tried to get them canceled, but it doesn't get canceled. Right. Like they stay in their, in their of life. Of course. They Thank in God. Thank so it doesn't make sense to me. It's if like, South Park we, ever gets canceled because of political reasons, I will legit. That's, I, that's ridiculous because that's, that's the, the death, whole point of South Park. That's the yeah. death of expression through art. If but, that but happens, you're yeah. That's what you're doing. You're you're essentially you're suppressing just people, hey, people enough. And, and the reason why you're saying enough is because you're not perfect. You know, you can make a, a an offhanded comment like James Gunn did several years in the past, right? So James Gunn, James Gunn's comment got him fired from Disney and eventually he got rehired. But just that, imagine being in his shoes and being like, holy shit, I just lost probably one of the biggest jobs of my life, right? Because like Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like is what really put James Gunn on the map. Yeah, I might 100%. Be wrong, no, no, you're right, but, you're right. But in that moment where Disney's like, all right, yeah, no, he's gone. It's like, okay, so I'm being forced. My livelihood is at stake now. What put me on the map is no longer supporting me. And it's all because I wasn't perfect five years ago, 10 years ago, whenever it was that he made those comments. And it's like, we're punishing people for being human. You know, you're messing up, making a comment. And, you know, sometimes it's not even a mess up. Sometimes you're a comedian saying a joke or sometimes you're an actor playing a role and you go under fire for being that actor or for playing a role. It's like, like I would not be surprised if I woke up tomorrow and heard that people were trying to get Tom Hanks canceled for playing a mentally handicapped person in Forrest Gump. 
Like, how dare you try and, you know, and make a Dude, comedic And the movie. thing is, someone is probably going to be like, so you couldn't get an actual person with problems to play the role? Cancel, Tom Hanks. Cancel. It's like, bro, they, they do it all the time, too. There's some stupid-ass actors that have quit their job because they're like, you know what? Like, voice actors. And I, th- okay, being an actor is difficult. Getting a gig uh, yeah. is difficult, especially yeah, today. Yeah. If you... I understand where they're coming from, but also I think they're doing it just to make themselves look good. And it actually doesn't make sense. There are some voice actors that have quit their job because their example, they're white actors voicing black characters. And then they're like, no, you know what? I'm going to step down from this role because I think a black person should voice this character. You know, I feel like if you get casted, it, it, there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration here. Sometimes I would be, if you totally do what you want, if you think a black person should voice this character, good for you. If you feel like you're not giving the character enough of what you can actually do, or someone can do it better than you, good for you. But there's literally some points where it it doesn't make sense. I don't. If you're I don't the understand. best actor for that role, and let's exactly say there were because five because actors that tried out for this role. That's right? the point Characters I was gonna black. make. And they picked you. That and means they picked you. You had something that the other four didn't. You had something that stood, made you stand apart and could have brought something new and different to the character. I understand the whole, oh, um, I'm not that race, so I shouldn't play that character. Right? Like, I, I can see that position that somebody would take. Yeah, and I'm okay with but, it, but sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like, I forgot mm-hmm. the exact same one that I, the exact one that I read, but I was like, you're really just gonna stop down in like season three to play this character it doesn't make sense here's what i'll say uh if it if the race of that character is not intrinsically tied to said character right like so let's say like him being black right there's a black character him being black is essential to the character and you feel like you can't bring something to the table that somebody who is of african-american or of african descent could then okay like whatever step down i i guess even though you were chosen but if it's not and it's just you know that's the character's skin tone but his skin color has nothing to do with the plot his race has nothing to do with his character and you choose to step down i just think that you're making a really stupid decision you're like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, for example, like, like if you have, like, for example, a Naruto character, right, whose skin color is black, and, and you voice them with a white person, does it matter if they're black? Like, is it tied to their culture? Is it tied to the character? Like, for example, Killer B. Killer B was a rapper, right? But his skin color is black. Whoa, that's a little, whatever. Um, no, but it's also different when it comes to anime. But I'm talking about like the things that I think I think I just remembered. It was okay. Have you ever watched Big Mouth? Yeah, like partially the, car- the cartoon. Okay, so there is a little uh, character in there, and she's it's her. She's like a, a a little black girl. So she's voiced by a white lady, and she stepped down. But but why does she step down does she feel because like she, she, she no 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 she stepped down because just... she said that since she, she doesn't feel comfortable voicing a black character see that's dumb because she's not doing it for anything socially uh respectable she's doing it just because she wants to look good 
obviously, because it doesn't make sense that you're going to step down a show that has three seasons or two or whatever the hell, how many seasons of Big Mouth there is, to step down from a character like that. Dude, so prideful of that. Wear it on your sleeve. Like, it, I, she's good. She's a phenomenal voice actor for there. It's just, there's just some things that don't make sense. And there are some things that definitely make sense. And then there's also people who are just trying to make themselves look good. Like, yeah. I know some people that we both know that during the entire Black Lives Matter movement where we're like, oh, shit, you know, people really shouldn't use the N-word. And I'm like, bro, you use the N-word all the time, every day, 24-7, every single second. Don't come up and tweet, oh, people who are this use the N-word. Shut your stupid ass up. Don't yeah. delete, delete the fucking tweet because I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to see some fake bullshit on my fucking feed right now. I know you exactly know? some of the people you're talking about, but yeah so stupid man yeah and i think i think being genuine is the exact same thing you got to do and i also think there's a big problem where people don't like to there's just a big problem where people don't like to listen to each other and have conversations with each other and try to understand each other's point of views and points everything is always a fight and that's also why i left twitter because everything is always a fight on twitter and people will i've never been i've never seen a tweet where someone's like Oh, damn, my bad. I apologize. I take it back. Thank you for teaching me something new. I'll reconsider this and I'll look at, I'll, I'll look into it. Never, never. Because yeah. you know what? Because everyone's like, man, fuck you. You're white. You're black. <laughs> you're this. You're that. You have no opinion. You're a woman. You're a man. It's like, can you please stop and fucking be civil? No, that's not how the internet works. I think Twitter is the most toxic place on the internet. And I think the people who really take full advantage of the internet as like a, a source of I think the people like honestly comment sections are my favorite like youtube Dude, comment sections oh my reddit God. comment sections i think those are the people that utilize the internet for the best of the internet yeah like, like they're like peak those internet users yeah man if you if you comment like for real if like there's some people like that like i just i enjoy comment sections so much because i'm never gonna fight like i'm never gonna find twitter type arguments in comment sections even for the most craziest shit even like the things that we talk about like something as simple as goku versus superman you're never gonna tell someone he's like yo you're white your opinion doesn't matter you're never gonna find some shit like that on a, on a section on a comment section of a comic book video you know it's like yeah because like, at, at worst you'll just better. hear the argument of like of who would win and why they would win and then that's where it stays but it's not like oh your fucking left eye is bigger than your nose like you have no opinion on the matter yeah it's fucking twitter, stupid twitter's wild i don't it's funny tried, but it's but wild like, i can't it's funny and i miss it but i need a little break man yeah no, that makes <laughs> i sense, thoroughly man. i thoroughly need a little break of the just people being stupid man because there's a lot of stupid people not gonna lie and just just sit down and have a conversation with someone and then try to understand where they're coming from that's what we all need to do as people and as humans and it's just a very valid point if, if we're all gonna try to coexist and live together we might as well try to understand each other and be civil but yeah. i think without and I'm, one of the tools that we as humans have unless you're so actually racist and oh, a okay, shit yeah, person yeah. Like if you're like a like a Ku Klux Klan member, like I'm not gonna listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think one of the most like understated tools that we as humanity have cultivated is our ability to communicate. Um, communication is very very simple, but 
so many things get lost in translation and instead of communicating with one another and trying to understand where one another is coming from people are just very quick to judge and very quick to uh jump to their own opinion and the issue with that is that when you feel like somebody's arguing you on your opinion uh many people like to tie their opinions to their own identity so it's one of those things where it's just like oh you disagree with my opinion you disagree with me you're attacking my opinion you're attacking me and, and instead of just calming down and just being like okay well let's let's talk about this let, let me try and see where you're coming from let me put myself in your shoes people are quick to just say fuck all that noise i'm going to basically karen this i'm just going to be a yeah. shit human being and and it, it's sad yeah people um, who like people who fall into the karen category are also people who we should never listen to because honestly agree. you should just get run over by an 18 wheeler and we'll call it a day and that's it just if you actually have some stupid shit to say and i want to run into one dude i'm waiting for the day someone racially profiles me as a fucking uh latino they're like and they tell me some stupid shit. That won't happen in Miami. Oh, unless I'm old Cuban. No, nah, I wouldn't even yeah, like bother no, with an no. old Cuban lady. I literally just want it to be like a white American. I'll be like, I want me too, dude. I want to hear like go back to your country so that I could just me me your <laughs> pussy smells. Oh, dude. And the thing about it is, is there's so many of those type of people, and it's just crazy. I, I, have, I have to send you a really a really funny video. Oh, remember the the guy who's like. Hello, council. My name is Chad Kroger. The guy who's like <laughs> constant, the, the constitution guy. Dude, those guys are funny as fuck. I follow them on TikTok and Instagram. And uh, they recently went out to Huntington Beach in California, which is pretty much a place where um, a whole bunch of people just don't wear their mask, right? Because they think the coronavirus is a hoax or they think wearing a mask is like a political statement to shut you up. You know, just ba basically a bunch of stupid ass people who, you know, walk the earth. Are misinformed, yeah. Not, not just misinformed. They're just straight up dumb as fuck. Um, <laughs> we got to say how it is. It's true. Um, so they went up and then people tried to fight them for a fuck because they were trying to give them a mask. I'll, I'll send you the video. It's actually really funny. You know, they went on okay. Ellen. They went on Ellen, dude. <laughs> Over the mask stuff? No, no. Like literally like a year ago. They, these guys have been oh. doing shit for a while. And it's, it's, oh, I always check the comments and they're like, man, why, why haven't these people like gain more fame they're funny as fuck i have to i have to share some videos with you i'll probably show yeah. you tomorrow but truly truly a one stuff my my tv is next to me and i just it's like the little netflix loading screen i just realized they put Yu-Gi-Oh on netflix like the og yeah yu gi has been on there dude oh i didn't know that that's crazy yeah, yeah. i haven't watched you in a long time i tried to like a, a i'm not gonna do it back, and uh you know how many times no. i watched Yu-Gi-Oh when i was little and it's not even just that. It's just like I know I'm gonna get bored because one, I'm at every time they don't play the like they they bullshit how the game is played. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, I get mad, dude. Okay, okay, that's not that's not real. I remember I saw this montage once. It's like Kaiba cheating at the game. There was one time where Kaiba like mid like mid show he literally threw summoned three blue eyes white dragons without just he's like and I summon. Three blue eyes, white dragons. I'm yeah. like, what? What did you what did you even sacrifice for those blue eyes, white dragons? You just straight up normal summon yeah, them. No, they don't give All a three. fuck, dude. All three. 
All three of no, them. I, I know what you're talking about. It, it, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch Yu-Gi-Oh. Like there, no, there is some. Off. There is some. Like I love Five Ds, and I think I told you before. Like Five Ds. Five Ds. Yeah. yeah. That that was Five my Ds shit. and GX are my two favorites. Yeah, but the OG, it's like okay, it's fun to watch, and you know, like three Egyptian god cards, like towards the end, it's it's great, but it's also it's tough, like especially now as like yeah. older people, it's just tough to watch because. Eh. I just always love like how nobody notices that this frail, young, quiet kid suddenly turns into the most aggressive person I've ever met. All right, Kaiba. Yo, that guy's voice. Talking like this to all right, and it's like, whoa, whoa, when did your balls drop, dude? Like, how does this work? The voice actor for fucking oh, for you say that guy could fucking annihilate anyone with his voice. Oh, Not you say. I mean, no, it was you say was the guy. It was Yugi, but when he turned in, didn't they have different names, or am I remembering this wrong? They called him Yami Yugi or Atem after they found out his name. But okay, yeah. yeah, Yami Yugi. So yeah, that guy's voice Yami actor Yugi, was yeah. But He's also, a bro, dude. but also the the something that you got to give it to to Yu Gi Oh is their theme song always smacked. Oh always yeah, smacked. Every, I think every Yu Gi Oh theme song. Up until five Ds, I didn't watch. No, the like, five Ds one, the five Ds one smacked. But I don't five know. Five Ds smacked, like GX smacked, and Yu Gi Oh, the regular one. Yeah, fucking love all three. Um, definitely some good stuff there. Faux shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, do you have anything? Uh, I, I I got a few things that I wanted to say really quickly. Like what? I've recently really really gotten into Smite, unfortunately. Um, I'm a League of Legends player, you know this, but some people might, some people listening in might not. Um, I love League of Legends and I hate that game. I love Smite and I hate that game. And they're both releasing two new characters and they're the same exact character. And I'm like, hold up, wait. There's these two different companies that are rival companies, competitors even, and they're releasing the same exact character. They're both dual wielders. They're both white haired. I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was an interesting little comment to make. Why um, do you think that is? Oh, uh, I don't think it could be coincidence. I just think that one of them ripped off of the other. I mean, it happens all the time. You, you see it everywhere. So especially in the gaming industry, game in, in the, they're ruthless in the gaming industry. So if some information got leaked or something along those lines, another one must have grabbed onto that and been like, oh, shit, that's a really good idea. And then oh, they start really? working on their own variation of it. Yeah. Um, and what was one other thing that I wanted to say? Oh, fucking, did you watch the Far Cry 6 trailer? I watched, you mean the little cinematic trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I did, I did. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. It looks and dope, it looked dope. takes off the grenade and he's like, this, ah, oh, that, it's so well done. I, I'm super excited, that's an actor from, um, Breaking yeah, that's, Bad. that's, Giancarlo Spacito. Giancarlo, yeah, no. He's, he's and, gonna and be in the Mandalorian season two. Well, he was in the Mandalorian season one. Yeah, I, he was the guy at the end, right, with the black save. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, no, and and I love because I, I listened to the interview between him and IGN, and uh, he was talking about how uh, it was fun to follow, quote unquote, following the footsteps of uh, the guy who played Voss because they were co. Oh yeah. On, yeah. And uh, it's gonna be yeah, interesting. No, I'm just I, have, super I have high yeah. hopes for this one. He was also, um, he's also in the boys as who 
He's plays one of like the congressmen who are trying to put the the superheroes like the seven. They're trying to put them like in in the White House, uh-huh. so they're up in power. I don't think he was in season one, but I know he's in season two for sure. I can't Did remember. They already dropped season two or not yet? No, that comes out the third of September, so a little more okay. than a month. Okay, I'm 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 still waiting on that. I hope they utilize him more though, because that man. Especially if, if oh no he's I, great I he's, like he's he is a, he's a he's a great bad guy for sure he's a great actor yeah. but he he plays like that's that's his niche you know he plays yeah. really good bad bad guys but yeah yeah anything else you want to say before we log off uh I had one more thing let me see I think it's on my PlayStation actually you think the topic is on your PlayStation yeah oh okay. So I know you don't really care, but I'm just going to rant really quickly. On the Switch, Nintendo dropped a new Direct, right? And a Direct is basically like their own little variation of E3 where they release yeah. like a ton of information of what games are coming to Switch and whatnot. And um, a lot of people are mad at the new Direct, right? It was an, a, a Direct Mini. Is it because the they didn't announce shit? It's because they didn't announce what people wanted them to announce. What right? the fuck people did they want them to announce? a new smash character or metroid or or something along those lines right like they they wanted something a nintendo title i'm a big fan of atlas atlas is the company that made persona i was hoping that we'd get persona 5 on the switch because i have it on the playstation 4 but like fuck playing it on the playstation 4 i want it for my switch i'm like okay maybe this direct we're gonna get it i go on there we're getting a remake of a, uh, a of a game that is the precursor to uh, Persona, which is called Shin Megami Tensei. It's the best one in the series. We're getting a remake of that, and we're getting the new one, Shin Megami Tensei Five, which was announced years ago. It's like Persona, but different. And it was such a big announcement for that company, and they're just getting shit all over. Like Nintendo recently has gotten obliterated with shit. Because the Nintendo Direct Mini, that was the only real big announcement, aside from, like, another Fortnite that they're dropping, um, like, another Battle Royale. Yeah. Which looks like a cross between the Division and just a Battle Royale. So, I'm kind of into it. Like, I'm, it looks basic, and that that's why cool. I want it. But um, how many Battle Royale games, like, actually survive? Yeah. So we The only ones that are see. still surviving is just Fortnite and Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure it's made by high res so those are the same people that made smite so hopefully we'll know, see we'll see what happens they'll have their shit together but anyways nintendo's been under fire a lot right and, it, and it's been pissing me off because like i've been thinking about how toxic the gaming community is and and it's wild because you know one uh, you go back a year nintendo's loved and then you go fast forward half a year they drop a new smash character and nintendo gets shit for it right <laughs> because the last character that they drop before min min it was Byleth, and Byleth was another sword character. And they're like, oh, sword characters? We don't have, like, 48 of them already in Smash. And it's like, okay, just be happy you're getting a new character. And then fast forward a little bit, they're like, oh, we got some big announcement. And then they, they tell everybody that they're dropping two Pokemon games, right? One that's free, and another one called, uh, I don't know the name, but it's a MOBA. They're dropping a free Pokemon game? They, they dropped two, like uh, Pokemon Cafe or something like that. Um, do, they play like, do they play like normal Pokemon games or is it something No stupid? clue. Oh, no. It's like a, it's like a, 
like um you know those games where you're like a little pea shooter and you shoot like a colored gem? okay so something completely not worth my time i don't know it looks cute it looks adorable i downloaded it haven't touched it but like i plan to at some point in my life okay but, but like, you know okay, like we... for me i want like the more beefier games so no yeah like you personally not worth your time but like for anybody who's a pokemon fan like just like oh like you know it has cute animations interesting stuff shit all over it right and they're like oh this is dog shit and then they're like oh we're releasing a moba you know mass yeah i don't know the fucking thing but it, it basically plays like league of legends and i'm hype as fuck about that right i go on the comment section first thing i did by the way was look at the like to dislike ratio thirty-six thousand to one hundred and twenty-six thousand. <laughs> i was like oh no i go into the comment section dude they're literally threatening nintendo workers <laughs> lives I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, put out another fucking bad game, Sakurai. I'm going to cut your mother. Like, it's like, what are you? Please. They're making games. Just be happy. Like, no wonder shit doesn't come over here to the West. Because every time they're like, oh, we got an announcement. Everybody here is so fucking critical. Just fucking take it. Because the, the number one story. rule for everything is you can't please everyone. And you'll never be able to please anyone. That's the 36, thing. 36,000 to 126,000? Why do 126,000 people got to be so angry? Because they wanted something that they didn't get, so... Fuck them, dude. They're... Fuck you. I mean... <sighs> sheesh. Like, I understand, like, oh, you didn't get what you wanted. But also, who the fuck said you were getting what you wanted? That's my true. only point. Very true. Either way, you, you, you have to be expecting the unexpected, and sometimes it's just, it happens. But also, Nintendo tends to be like that. Like, think about it. Like what? How long did they take to announce a new Smash game? Okay, forever. Like, 11,000 years. That's always been the case. How, when was the last... Over, okay, so Mario Kart hopped from the Switch... Not the Switch, the... the what came before the Switch? What the fuck was it? The um... Okay, Mario Kart's been on the GameCube, went over to the no, 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 Wii, no, no. went the, over the... to the Wii U, went over to the 3DS. No, no, on the Wii U, they, the, the, new, the Mario Kart that you play on the Switch is not the newest Mario Kart. You get me? It's just, it's just a re-release of the, of the, pre, the, Wii, of, of the Wii, Wii U version. So it's like sometimes Nintendo has to fill in this gap before they release newer games because you know what they have on down the line? They have Breath of the Wild 2, they probably have another version of Odyssey. They have, and they're definitely making a new Mario Kart as we speak. So sometimes we just have to like take that hit of just the gap years of bullshit games. It happens. But they've dropped, like, here's my, my response to that. Nintendo has dropped a big title, especially Smash being one of their biggest titles, for every single console that they've had since, I think, the GameCube. There was one before the GameCube, but I don't remember what it was. But since the GameCube, we got Smash. Then when we got the Wii, we got Bra. When we got Wii U and 3DS, we got four. And we when we got the Switch, we got Smash Ultimate. So they take as long as a console drop, like a, as the next gen console drop, for them to release their new iteration of their game, right? That's fine. Which That's I'm fine with me. Fine with like it, because Nintendo titles aren't like PlayStation Four titles or Xbox titles. You get me? Like it's it's not like. Like I'm expecting. So Spider you don't Man. think we'll see the next Smash game to the next, what? Let's what? Throw a year. Throw down a year. Realistically, they still got a whole fucking pass left of characters to drop. 
Smash Ultimate is being regarded as the best. I don't know where the Switch is gonna like. I don't know what Nintendo's gonna do from the Switch to the next console. Yeah, I don't know either. I'd say when they I, drop their next console, so in eight to ten years. <laughs> we'll be like nearing our thirties. <laughs> They're just gonna keep <laughs> dropping. Here's here's my thing though. At this point, they really don't need a new Smash. No, they don't. For, they don't. For what do you want to pay another sixty dollars when you can just fucking buy the current game and then keep getting DLC for it? I'd rather they make DLC until the day I die than me have to buy another iteration of Smash. Because what what can they change and why yeah, would they change? Don't, don't start giving companies ideas either, because you know, like Rockstar is probably. Is probably <laughs> oh don't get me started on Rockstar GTA Five for the PlayStation Five? Are you kidding me? Exactly, but they're probably like, why do we need to make another game right now if we're literally balling on just GTA Five? But no, fuck that. They gotta make a new See, game. But that, that's different. That's there. that. There's there is there's a big a difference. difference. There is a big difference. We haven't had a new GTA in what close to ten years. Suck my dick. Make the new GTA. <laughs> GTA doesn't work like it works with DLC, but not in that sense. It's always set in a different city, so I want exactly. I want a good city. Give me Barcelona. Give me Spain. Yeah, all right, calm down. I'm down for Miami again. I'm down for Miami. LA. Give me something, man. They just did LA. What are you talking about? Oh my god. Whatever. Fucking Santa Monica. What? That's literally in LA. Okay. Santa Monica is literally in GTA Five liar what are you talking you're wrong when correct when you go to the fucking ferris wheel when you go to the ferris wheel that's santa monica that's a, that's where santa monica is supposed to be so right now you're just proving yourself to be geography like you just don't know shit about <laughs> i'm i'm geographically retarded but i don't give a wow, shit wow did me you the say the GTA? r word i'm gonna fucking cancel your ass like uh, yeah i said the r word because fuck it it's, oh, it's still retarded, though. You're oh, all my business inquiries never <laughs> happening. Someone's gonna come back to this podcast, and then you know, like in ten years, and you'll be like, "You see, Carlos right there, cancel that dude. He said GTA makers are dumb. He used the." R if word. I'm at a point where I can get canceled, good, cancel me. Do it. <laughs> I want you to try it. I honestly yeah, hope you never get canceled. I hope you. you never get canceled for saying that. Like literally, we grew up, bro. We grew up saying the worst shit ever, especially yeah, in Call no, of Duty. Right. I remember yeah. having conversations when I was younger in Call of Duty. I'd be like, "Bro, I'm literally about to rape you," like shit, like that. Like yeah. growing up as a guy playing COD, we heard the worst of the worst. You and literally the worst of the got, worst. I was called, and my entire family and my entire lineage <laughs> was called the hard R. I was like <laughs> five when that shit happened. I was like, "Bro, what?" it's so they literally true like, told me that they were gonna come into my room and choke me out like <laughs> you're 47 playing a first person shooter against a fucking 13 year old leave me the fuck alone that's 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 the society we're living in today man what else can we do but either way i think that's a good place to end the podcast <laughs> for today uh thank you guys so much for listening please don't ca- cancel carlos he's a good person i swear um Either way, thank you guys so much for listening, as always, every week. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be back on Friday. Um, like I said, thanks for joining us every week. Remember to go on YouTube to 2W Studios and follow the podcast there. We post little clips and also tell your friends about it and share it because I enjoy these conversations and I hope you do too.
Carlos, anything you want to say? Um, before we completely go away, Power Rangers dropped two or a, a new character, and it's super cool. He's the Purple Ranger. I love it. I, I want to play it. Uh, and yeah, that that's all. Bye, friends. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much, and see you next Friday.